What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, opening a brand new Busan Coffee. Whoa! Let's fucking roll, choo, boys. Choo, choo. Uh, Trains leaving the station, Greg. Choo, if you choo. hear that conductor over there commanding the SS Scarpino, is that what you put on trains? It's none other than the producer slash producer, Nick Scarpino. Uh, I would like to have my train say HMS for Her Majesty's Secret Service uh, for my train. Thank you. I'd like to be James Bond and Harry Potter. So you... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, lots to unpack already. Yeah. So the train is in her ma- her majesty. I was watching, so I'm watching this movie the other day. I can't even remember what the hell it was. And somebody took a train through Scotland, and I looked at it, and it was that. And you'll probably be the one person that appreciates this. It was the elevated bridge where, um, actually, Kevin, you're a big Harry Potter fan too. Where uh, they get attacked, and then he has to eat chocolate. You know, it's the Hogwarts Express always goes over that. And I was like, that's a real bridge. I have to go to there. So Nick, wait, hold that, on. Andy? So, so the. <laughs> So the reference that you're pulling has nothing to do with neither Harry Potter nor. No, no, no. Uh, so I was watching a movie Bond. where a train went over a bridge and I said, and it reminded oh God, you of those that's, the, that's the bridge they use in Harry Potter. Apparently, so it's a real bridge. I didn't cool. know that. Yeah, that's Scotland. Scotland. Scotland of all places. You're talking about the the, 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 the like wide shots where they pan, right? Yeah, where the Dementors come and attack. Like the it's train stops and the Dementors come and attack them. And then Lupin's like, eat some chocolate. And I was like, I knew there was a reason why yeah. I ate chocolate so much. When I was a kid, turns out it helps with being afraid. I think it's just even fat. Lord. And skinny. Yeah. Alongside him, the Hispanic heartthrob, Texas tree, Latino heat, clicking heads and ripping them to shreds, the globe trotting headshot, nitro rifle from twitch.tv, Andy Cortez. Former Israeli space security chief says extraterrestrials exist. Yep. And Trump knows about it. There's a galactic federation, and they've been waiting for humans to reach a stage where we will understand what space and spaceships are. We're not oh, there yet. Shit. We're definitely we not there yet. If this follows, if this follows suit with with uh, Star Trek First Contact, we have to first achieve warp speed, which I'm not even sure is a real thing. Uh, Kevin can confirm. And second, there's they're not going to make contact with us now, man. We we they're like half you guys don't even want to wear masks. Yeah, I feel not, like the, like this fucking... year for sure they've been looking down yeah, on us and been like, oh fuck, they are much further than we thought. They are. Yeah, much this further. is rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kevin. It's like it's like when you're getting a building built by like contractors and you drive by and like, oof, wow, they they haven't done a whole lot in in this time. <laughs> I thought they're supposed to be done on Friday, but it looks yeah. like there's no roof or floor. <laughs> yeah. It's really bad. Optional. Do you believe it, Andy? Do you believe that there's a galactic council? I hope so, man. I hope so. But I saw a really, really funny video of this guy pretending to be the alien galactic federation interviewing sure. earthlings. And it's so funny. It's on Twitter. And it's this guy like, okay, um, let's see here. So uh, you have enough food for everybody? Like nobody's like, every, obviously everybody's being fed. No, they're not. Okay. Oh, you have people that are starving. Not good. Okay. Can you show me this new this bird called the uh the dodo bird? <laughs> Extinct. Oh. <laughs> like it's just the alien <laughs> taking notes and it's so damn good. And it just how, how it's just making fail. us seem all like terrible human beings. Yeah. Which we are. No doubt mm-hmm. there. No, no denying that. Uh and rounding out the quartet, he's Forbes 30 under 30, aka the second best baby blues in San Francisco, aka the verified one at Tim Gettys. Let Tim host. Are See, you amazed at how fast your hair grows back? Yeah, my hair is back enough that you don't even need to like. You don't even need a reference. Or what am I going to fucking say now? Yeah. Short hair, Tim Gettys. Next I'm week it'll be normal. 
I am amazed, but like I, I still have a while till I can put product in it. And I feel like if I don't but, have product in my hair, I'm not really Tim Gettys. So here's sure, my question sure. for you, though. Here's my question. And I know that you love Please. the hair and obviously you have amazing hair. And if I had your hair, I would Thank absolutely you. have never shaved it for anything. Uh, even if it was to save a bunch of kids, whatever, would have done it. Yeah. Um, I mean, clearly I didn't do it and I have not your hair. But my question is this. You look great <laughs> right now. Have you thought about just like keeping it at this length for a little bit and just writing it out? Because it's got to be way easier to manage. Yeah, I'm having a bit of deja vu where I feel like we had this exact same conversation. Last but, week. Uh, yes, exactly. But uh, now it looks it, really good. Yeah, okay, okay. Last okay. week it looked good. But now, Andy, yeah. like I can't see your scalp anymore. And if my hair were that short, you Kevin would have to like – he would be making so much fun of me because of the glare off of my, my head would just be permeating no. through. But, Tim, there remember, remember spot, yeah. everyone was saying it looked good. But now they're saying they really think it looks good. Except for me where I was like, it looks bad. Now I'm saying it looks good. See, there's the deciding. I think so, what everyone's saying outside of Kevin is that Tim looks good any way, shape, or form. No, no, definitely. But Kevin not. has a very preset notion of what Tim looks like when he considers. He Tim used to, to be my good. show pony. Is all I'm saying. I know, I know. God, you used to ride him. Ride Have another drag to... off the cigarette, Grandma. We've heard it. All right, we know. <laughs> we know. You used to be a good little show. boy. You used to be. What the fuck does that mean? What, what does that Dickie? mean? The show pony thing. Yeah. I was going to be his king making millions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to help him make videos, and he would make millions for us. Got it, got it, got it. Now it's it, just it, hundreds it. of thousands. I, I think right now, um, <laughs> I think right now, Tim's hair is sort of in that Justin Timberlake, I just quit in sync phase. Oh, That's yeah, the joke I made. Yeah. yeah. And this is what I'm saying to Tim is. This is oh, the, you made this that joke? Yeah, I made it last week. Not a big deal. Oh, shit. This is deja vu, and I do realize that I, I started last week's podcast off with this, but it's because I'm so jealous, and I want you to just to consider – Guys, if I was to give you and say, hey, do you want a burger? What do you think would come on it? Uh, <laughs> certainly not pineapple, which does belong on pizza. Um, no, I just think you should consider keeping it. Because like, no, I think it looks so. really cool. Yeah. Hey, I, no. I appreciate that. You want to get back to where you were, I assume, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I'm fine with this. But like, I feel like everyone else is, be, is saying that I look better than I think I look. No, you look and it's right. like, you know, at the well, end of the day. natural. Don't yeah, we all think we look worse than we actually do? No, I'm pretty spot on. Yeah. Kevin reminds me. Kevin reminds me every day how exactly how I look. But what I'm saying to you, Tim, is like you've got your hair is so great. It's like having multiple sports cars. So like now you have the convertible that you can jump in. Uh huh. When, when did you write draw this, Greg? <laughs> like that is an ornate. Uh, if you're in, sign. if you're, it's not really. If you're, if you're a audio listener, I'm holding up the sign that says Tim rocks. Oh, it's backwards because mm -hmm. Kevin flipped me. No, it's right. Andy, does it kind of look like when you have to read it backwards? Does it kind of look you. like Team Rocket? That's what I thought it was. So yesterday oh, well, a no, we had a meeting, and Tim was doing a great job. So I made Tim rocks, and the, but I also made Nick porks. So just putting that. Oh. <laughs> and if you read that backward, wait. Speaking of that, hold that, back, hold that back up, Greg. What's it when you read it backward? Scorpkin. Yeah, Scrop. bro. Scrapkins. Yeah, what? Yeah, bro. What? When was the last time you ever heard somebody say like, "Oh, they were porking"? <laughs> like, I guarantee Nick said it in the last three years. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably it was either Nick or Greg saying it, making fun of Nick as if it's something <laughs> Nick would say. Because that, yeah, that's that's fairly, well, let's, be, let's, let's call a spade a spade here, right? Like, let's get real. There's loving, there's having sex, there's banging, and then there's porking. And we, I don't know if you guys have ever porked before. But <laughs> tell me <laughs> so what, what you, you definitely want to pork, though. What, what, tell me pork. about what, what is it when you were talking about all these different, when you're on the Nick Scarpino lovemaking scale, where yeah. does porking fall? What is porking, porking is where you, you get, you are done and you're like, how could everything be so saturated? 
everything. Yeah. Like glaze, it, okay. glaze, everything's glazed. Or is it Porking, No, it's not good. Porking is the no, smelliest really version good. of it all. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, good it's while sure it's happening, good. but after it's done, you're like, I have to burn. Porking's a lot like in a, a, in a camper. You're out, you, you know, you've, you've been out, uh, you've been out in the wilderness. Now you're back in your, it's the camper. It's too hot, but you got to. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you you're mid, it. you're mid stride and you to. go, I might pass out right now. It's so hot in here. It's like a sauna, <laughs> but you keep going. Yeah. That's the only way really out gross. is through. Pork. Ladies and, and gentlemen, this is the kind of funny <laughs> podcast each and every week Four best friends gather on this microphone to come talk to you and bullshit with each other. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can be part of the show with your questions. You can get the show ad free. You can get it with the exclusive post show we do and you can support us and say, hey, you're doing a great job. Kind of funny. If you think we're doing just a so so job and don't want to give us any money, I understand. Pork your brains out. You know what I mean? Ooh. Go to youtube.com slash kind of funny roosterteeth.com. <laughs> And, of course, podcast services around the globe each and every week. You got a bunch of best friends hanging out together. Tim, what did you just do? Did Jesus just walk in your room? What happened over there? I, I didn't like the blue. Oh, I've never seen it change in real time on the camera. Well, I it's probably so, haven't. I just so don't remember. Bland, but now, now we're all just watching you. Yeah, so what is this? Now you're in a doctor's office. It looks like an unrendered I'm, CGI thing. Nobody's asked me about my lights. Where yeah, they, they are all dark. I noticed that. I thought that was just a choice. I thought you were in mourning. No, Andy, I'm, that's uh, a Nick I'm, move, just so you know. I'm restarting my phone, Kevin. Well, I got a uh, an update, new Android update. Our Is lives your phone suck. control the lights. I just want to let everyone yeah. know right now. This is Our where lives. we're at. No, they're great, man. Look at and, and Nick got a beanbag back there, and I think he has an oversized Grand Theft Auto on it. So I'm pretty yeah, stoked wait. about that. Oh no, I oh. want to get in that a second. Remember, of course, no. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank you to our Patreon producers, Jared Dessert, Cypress, Bill, Julian, the gluten-free gamer, DJ Kento, Steve. I've got the powers. Uh, Kieran O'Donnell, Alexander Knoxel. Uh, today we're brought to you by Upstart Honey, BetterHelp, and the Legend of Bumbo available now in Google Play for $14.99 and Play Play Pass holders can play it for free, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, Nick, what's going on with that beanbag? Oh, the beanbag is the beanbag from the studio, Greg. And as you guys know, I've had a just a bear of a time trying to get uh, furniture delivered here. Some, most of it's come broke. Some of it hasn't come at all. It's taking forever because of COVID. So I asked Kevin if we, he, we needed that beanbag from the studio. He was like, no, take it. Got it here. It's horribly uncomfortable. I totally forgot about that. It is not a fun thing to sit in. I cannot use it at all. But as you guys can probably hear, I need something to try and gobble up some of the reverb in this room. So oh, I that'll definitely do it. With that one beanbag tucked in the corner yeah, of the, I was glad, in the PlayStation I, box, that's going to suck up all the I sound. tried it in the center of the room, Greg. And then I tried now. So now I'm trying it over in the corner and Kevin's I hope we come back next. next week. It's, it's nail gun to the it's wall. Yeah. <laughs> hanging right behind hanging you trying to catch it. Above I just picture yeah. Nick like cutting it in half and trying to manage all the beans in there. And, like, <laughs> oh, and <laughs> Wait, Greg. I, I want to shout you out because that is the most astute observation you could have possibly made. Why does it look like you have a giant copy of Grand Theft Auto Vice City on your beanbag? It looks like, right? It looks like he went to GameStop and they had like the giant spinning cardboard one hanging up there and he took mm -hmm. it down and put it on the beanbag. Well, it's a funny story. I went to GameStop and they had a giant spinning cardboard <laughs> thing and I just took it down. <laughs> the no, uh, that's actually a poster from that comedy show I did on the boat. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the Austin, my co producer on that, uh, had him blown up and framed and signed him for everyone. And he put in a really cool. nice message on mine, which is cool. But thanks for making fun of it, guys. The it's not making fun of it. It just looks Do I like, it? like Grand Theft Auto. That looks like Nick. something you pork on. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that, Greg. That's a good call. It's a good callback. I was thinking it, and I'm glad you brought it back to the pork and on the beanbag. Anytime, baby. Um, Nick, I have still a lot of leftover soundproof panels yeah. that 
you can come pick up if you'd like. Oh yeah, maybe. Um, also, can I... it'll add some pattern to your room. You know, what I mean? you could do like the the yeah. square. Like you, you don't have to do like a full wall of it, but you could do like square mm. and then square and then square yeah. and then square and kind of make it look like chic. You know, like a yeah. cool room, they... like a cool like people respect you. Go ahead, Kevin. Kevin he's still in the yeah, middle damn, of these dude. sentences. <laughs> what do you, you can do, Nick? You guys, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I've had too many butterfingers. This <laughs> 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 is, is, is my fault, and I got too much energy. My bad. I'm gonna get it out. Up I'm right there with you. It's been a day. I could like, it, I, I just want like there to be a situation where the police are called to Kevin's house and the police are there. They're like, sir, what is the problem? He's like, I'm sorry. I've had too many butterfingers. <laughs> just they're like, 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 Andy, like Kevin sees a crime and he's the only witness. And they're like, what did the guy look like? Oh, God. And then I was waiting here. And then like, what's wrong with this guy? Too many butterfingers. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever had a cop pull you over with a sense of humor? No. No, right? That's sad when you think about it. Because I want to, I want to be jokey and jovial with them. I don't want it to be super serious. I mean, not that I, you know, unless you murdered somebody or whatever. But I mean, just getting pulled over for a minor infraction. So yeah, I, I always, it to be more fun. Over. Yeah, I um, I'll, I'll never forget. There was a like I've been pulled over several times, and it's always like I'm always worried. I'm always paranoid that like, what if a local drug dealer found my car and put two tons of cocaine in it? You know, sure, like those are sure. the things you don't know, Greg. You know, I just yeah. I don't know that, right? And uh, yeah, there was one time I was uh, road. I was driving down from Austin back home to their RGV. We don't play no games. And mm -hmm. I there was a lot of construction and I totally missed a turn. I totally missed yeah. the place I was supposed to exit. And I ended up going off course. I don't know, at least like an hour or two hours, just off in a different direction that I was not supposed to be in. Sure. So I get stopped by a cop and the uh i think they stopped me because of uh I, I think he said like you're speeding and he was like but you know the construction i forgot what what exactly it was he's like where are you headed i said i'm going to the rio grande valley and he was like really it's like you are nowhere close to like, you're going the opposite direction way. sir <laughs> yeah and and i was like yeah i know that i had my navigation up and my dad had called me and i was like i got mixed up and then immediately he's like i am suspicious of this guy Sure. What if he's what's he hiding? Is he trafficking right. stuff? He Does looks he like he like, likes drugs. Mm -hmm. and yeah, exactly. And and so it immediately became, oh, my gosh, I know what this cop is thinking. He's thinking that I'm like, you know, moving bodies, moving drugs, um, moving uh, RTX 3080 graphics yeah. cards. Because, Nick, did you hear that? Oh, like four hundred thousand dollars of RTX cards were stolen in Japan. Anyway. Crazy stuff. Good. They're too Real hard life. to get. You got to steal them. They did it with PS5s too on a truck, right? That's what I yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no. so immediately I get worried and then he, you know, uh, he kind of understands that I'm not up to anything crazy and like kind of becomes like cooler cop luckily and was like, okay. well, what you want to do, man, just go down this way and then do uh -huh. that. And I was like, thanks, man. I appreciate that, dude. And like, I was, I don't know. I was just, I get what? so scared, obviously, just because I'm paranoid <laughs> all the time. All I imagine, I imagine he was like, "Oh yeah, no man, no problem, man. What you gotta do is you gotta just go down two two exits that way, make a right. It's gonna put you right in there." Hey man, you got any coke to sell? And you're like, "Yeah, man, I got two pounds of coke." <laughs> oh, you <laughs> got me. Oh, oh you got me. me. Ah, you. Because yeah, when I was 16, I was driving back from a Monday Night Raw, way too late from the All State Arena, Rosemont Horizon. Never forget. And 
Never I got did. totally turned around. You know what I mean? This is before you had GPS or whatever. So I got lost and I made an illegal U-turn. This cop was like camped out at the, I made an illegal U-turn like in this driveway of a, I don't even know, facility. And this cop was like camped out there and came and got me. And I expressed to him that I was completely lost. And he's like, all right. And gave me the ticket and walked away. I was like, oh, you fucking dick. Like you could help. <laughs> and then today I had one that I think, I, th- I didn't realize till later how comical the situation was. But then reflecting on it, I don't think a police officer would have thought it was funny at all. Where today I went to the doctor, I went to the eye doctor, right? Because, uh, you know, uh, I got a, it turned out my original cancer doctor, super lax, which is something Steimer used to always say uh, he was. Because whenever I show up for my cancer appointments, he would just ask me about Mizzou football and then he would give me chemotherapy and leave. <laughs> and so, like, she was always like, this guy's not. And so eventually he retired. I got a new cancer doctor who's who was way more on top of everything. I'm like, no, don't do this and don't do that. And yet, so, like, yet. when you walked into the guy, was like, hey, man, what's going on? You're like, nothing. And he's like, you still have cancer? You're like I don't know. <laughs> you like, tell me, dude. You tell me, dude. But uh, this <laughs> new doctor, uh, like earlier this year, pushed of like, hey, too, and like you know, you 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 know, you're vulnerable to a million different things. You haven't had an eye exam in a long time. You should go get your vision like all checked out just to make sure. Yada yada. Wait, I was like, yeah. The, so the cancer makes you more susceptible to having like eye issues. Oh, dude, my whole fucking body. I'm susceptible to everything. I'm okay. I'm Mr. Burns with all the fucking things getting pushed through the doorway. Anything could kill me. Things. Everything keeps me alive. Perfect. But it was she was very much like, you know, just be careful. I'm like, all right, cool. I, you know, didn't we're busy. I didn't go to the eye doctor right away. Then months ago, I had gotten eye strain. I was like, fuck. Then you start panicking. And it, you know, I get a hangnail now. I think it's somehow related to cancer coming back. So I had gone to the doctor to get new glasses. That had solved my problem. Yes, Andy Cortez is kind of funny. What's an eye strain? Eye strain where I would like your your eyes hurt, your eye headache, you know what I mean? Like basically it's like just your eyes are fucking killing you. And do they get water? Do yours get like extremely watery? That's not one of my symptoms now of eye strain. No, it's more headache. It it is. It could be. Andy, that's crying. But eye pain and like stuff like that. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like it just hurts. Like, and you you see where I blow out my blood vessels a lot. What what I used to call destiny eye, destiny two eye from that one time I played 12 hours of destiny blew apart my eye. Uh, It's happened since then. Anyways. Uh, I got new glasses, which had fixed the eye strain. I stepped back off my monitor a bit from working from home. But then the week before Thanksgiving, as I think a lot of people caught, we talked about on a couple of different shows, like totally overdid it with being, I think, too close to my screen, looking at my phone, working on my laptop, playing the PlayStation 5 review stuff. And so like I was fucking dying in the eyes. I started wearing uh, the Gunners. I'm currently wearing my brand new Movement Everscroll. So when I'm at my machine here, I use those. But I digress. Uh, I made an eye appointment again because I'm like, fuck, maybe this doctor was right. And the, the other doctor I went to for the glasses didn't give me the full rigmarole. When I when I expressed like, oh, yeah, my cancer doctor said, he's like, we don't actually test for like glaucoma and all that stuff. You should see a, op- a super whatever, optician or whatever the fuck you So I went and saw that guy today. Made the appointment. They're just like, all right, cool. Here's your thing. You're 37. You know how the eye doctor works. I'm like, I sure do. Showed up today. Get all the things. He's like talking to me. He's giving me drops in the eyes. He's bringing in that weird uh, glaucoma or glucose or whatever the fuck this thing that touches your eyes. No, it doesn't spit anymore. That's what I said. Oh. You can give me the air thing. He's like, oh, we don't do that one anymore. We do this one. And he had numbed my eye and the little blue thing gets closer and closer and then just taps your eye. But you don't feel it because you don't know. Dry. It's fucking yeah. numb. I it's fucking crazy. And so, but I, of course, yeah, if anybody remembers, uh, mainly Nick and Tim, I guess, from the Not Another Zombie Apocalypse or whatever that IGN thing was, where I cannot have people touch my eye. Like it was such a, he's talking to me about video games and like this eye, it worked and this eye did not work. Where I was like, oh, I'm not getting distracted by you. I know what you're up to, Andy Cortez. Okay. How is the eye made numb in the first place? He puts drops in there. It's just like really eye drops. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. It numbs your entire cornea. And that way like when they, they, you don't feel it touching you still see it coming and my eye is super sensitive so it was like freaking out about that but once it's on your eye you don't feel it 
Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. And it was all this stuff, right? And he's like, "All right, cool." And he came back to the test. Like, "All right, cool." Uh, you know, time for you to, you know, it's a good. Your eyes are healthy. You're great. I'm like, "Yeah, thanks so much, man." And I had already uh, hit up Jen. I was like, "Hey, do you, you know, we're close to this bagel place. You want a bagel sandwich?" She's like, "Yeah, I did." Oh, and yeah. I was like, "All right, cool." I was gonna put it on caviar. Yeah. What do you got for me, Tim? I just love that the story ends with cops. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> like, oh, remember that, I Kevin. Also, that. I sent you. An, I Kevin, I sent you a YouTube sandwich. video. We don't need the YouTube video. We will need the song when I call for it. So don't don't worry about it yet. Okay. Big plot twist, Nick. It is a big plot twist. Wait, you want to hear the audio. song, though, huh? Yeah, is that possible? I mean, not without them seeing the video. Without them. Oh, I don't care if they see the video. It just doesn't mean anything to what I'm talking got about. Got it. Got it. Anyways, uh, so he's like, all right, cool. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, you know, got up, uh, pulled out my phone, and I couldn't read my phone. <laughs> and it was because I was like, oh, man, fuck, yeah, the drops in my eyes or something. I, I was like blinking, and I couldn't get, I couldn't read my phone in any way, shape, or form. Just like, I, you can see big picture stuff, obviously, but not this. And so I walked over to check out, and she's like, yeah, you're all set to go. And she's like, oh, do you have sunglasses? And I'm like, no. And she goes, oh, yeah, because your eyes are super dilated. And I was like, oh, okay. So she gave me like the what my grandma Miller used to wear. Those like fucking inserts you put on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But like, I did all that, and then I walked out, and I got in the car because I drove myself. (laughs) Oh (laughs) god! I was like, not good. And I had the 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 order was already in on caviar, so like it was like I didn't need to like add or take anything out. So I just tapped the buttons and I ordered pickup. And then I just drove over <laughs> to the bagel shop and I got out and I got a coffee and I was like, but it'll clear up. It'll clear up. I got to the coffee place and I just squinted my eyes so hard because it was outside and the sun was there. And then I got in there and I got the fucking coffee and I looked at my phone and I still couldn't read my phone. And I went back to the bagel shop and I got the bagels and then I got in the car and I drove home. And again, you know, I, my thought process on this was simple. They would tell me you don't you bring somebody to the eye doctor you don't no. know why you know you're you, somebody's got to drive you home right like bring somebody to drive you home or something and uh don't you know don't don't drive a car or something if you're not supposed to but i again i, I when i got in the car and i could see big picture you know what i mean it's not like i'm blind it's not like it's just it's just objects it was just close up i couldn't read anything any any minute details so then i just got the bagels and i drove home and i came in and i put the bagels down i was talking to jen about it and she's like, let me see your, let me see. And I pulled the thing and I put up an Instagram photo of this. My eye completely fucking dilated. And yeah, she was right, like, put right. the, put the shades back on. That's disgusting. I'm never sleeping and, with you again. And then, You're gross, yeah. You're and, then and then she was like, so wait, like, what about it? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I can't, I can't read my phone. I can't read any of this stuff. And she's like, oh my God, like I should have come and got you and did this. I'm like, yeah, how would we have known? And yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, I'm sure it's fine. And this is how it's supposed to be. And of course she Googles and it's very much like, no, don't drive yeah. home after they dilate your eyes. Like you no, shouldn't, you shouldn't not. do any of this stuff. Yeah, Kevin's getting it pulled up here. If you want to see my dopey ass face and my dilated eye, but <laughs> I hate this picture so much. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like, we gotta we gotta turn the FOV down on. Like, do you, do you know what? Like, do you guys, I can actually like smell the hot beer breath that this picture makes oh me yeah you've had that happen to you haven't you you've oh yeah when like you know your when one of your friends like and greg's you do this you don't do this so much anymore but back when we first started at ign when you were like i'm going to be the loudest human being on the planet sure. you used to get and you were big and I, you would get close and you were like scrubino we're going places 
And I'm like, man, I can taste the IPA on your breath. Mm. Actually, back then, I don't even think you were drinking IPAs. I think it was. I like how you say you don't do this is an IGA thing. I, this is on the kind of funny podcasters <laughs> in the studio. You've yelled at me on, in review for it's reeking of beer and yelling. You do. <laughs> you love it. It smells like warm beer. That's like you know, like you know those like those 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 the smells or the sights or the senses that you're like are kind of bad, but they make you they give you warm feelings because one of your like family Vaseline. members was kind of an alcoholic, yeah. and you're like, oh, but he was, well, you know. Uncle Lou was funny, you know. That's yeah. kind of gasoline. What that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love gasoline. gasoline. Yeah, it's good. So well, gasoline is bad, but it's good. I'm telling Jen so all this. We're going over the thing. She's looked it up that you can't. And then the kicker is, and this only works for her until you hear the song. Is that I was listening to this very specific French song that she turned me on to a couple weeks ago, totally as a joke or whatever. And so then we're both in hysterics. Even her doing like the Greg Wheeze laugh envisioning me driving through the streets of San Francisco, running red lights up on the curbs, dragging fences behind me, listening to this song. Kevin, please play it. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And then it, let it it go, Kev, let it go. We're gonna get claimed, who cares? I don't think we're gonna get, I don't know if we're gonna get claimed on this one. But just imagine me driving, not a care in the world, big old grin on my face. Ladies diving out of the way, they're grabbing their dogs, you know, things are exploding or whatever. Bring up the Instagram, okay? (laughs) I want I want to hear this while looking at this. It's a Mr. Magoo sketch, man. <laughs> Jen was like, please get them to do a kind of funny doodle of this a vision of you playing, listening to La Companion Creole say bon pour la morale. Like, in, in my thought process to get this back, no, let it, please let it play longer. It's just because it's still, it's still accompanying. Imagine me getting pulled over. <laughs> And I rolled on the window, <laughs> and I'm listening to this song, eyes as big as fucking saucers. I mean, <laughs> it's like, what's going on? I'm like, ah, oh, I just came from the eye doctor. I don't know. It's definitely one that there's so much going on that if I were a cop, like a, like a veteran cop, I would look at you and be like, just go. Listen, how close like, to home are you? Can yeah, you get home? Just fucking go. Please tell me you're close to home. And and yeah. if you reacted that way, like, I just got my eyes violated, I'd be like, well, I mean, why why are you acting that way though? <laughs> like you're not under <laughs> some sort of laughing gas or pain medicine. <laughs> so I want to use this to pivot to a question from the one oh, and only God. Jeremy Zuccarello, who the writes Patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like you can, it says. What are some knowledge gaps that you've had in your life? I'm using personally mine right here that you're not supposed to drive a vehicle after getting your eyes dilated. (laughs) Jeremy continues, for example, it wasn't until high school that I realized that in the song, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, that Mm -hmm. the dad was dressed as Santa. That's pretty interesting. I never thought. Oh, my God. I never thought thought of that. Are you guys serious? You thought she was just cheating? I thought she was cheating. I thought she was like, there's some other guy at a party is dressed as Santa Claus. Maybe, you know, but back in the day, they used to do the key things. We put the keys in the punch bowl. I'm like, and like, everyone yeah, would party. whoever. I just, yeah. yeah That's not back in the like, day, baby. I just I feel like it was. A, what are you doing next Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's a different time. Back then, well, like I get my own fucking grandma, <laughs> grandma was getting run over by reindeers. Like, I just, I just took it literal. I don't like, is grandma being run over by a reindeer a different thing for a different thing now? Like, are we, no, is that she got run over by a reindeer. This is just, I mean, the lyrics are pretty clear that like, what, it's not like just... a, a commentary on like drunk driving or something or <laughs> probably. Cause I never, I never took this as a dad is Santa dressed as Santa. Why? Not? What? 
I just thought she was fucking Santa. I don't know. Well, I never thought it was literal Santa. I just imagined she was like like a Santa came to the house. Some guy dressed as Santa, sexy Santa, and they made out because that's because dad that's you know, not doesn't, what you thought. That's not dad what doesn't thought. pay attention. I don't believe you. <laughs> dad doesn't pay attention to mom so much anymore. So mom yeah. had to go find some. Dad's some busy strange... at work. He's working overtime. It's it's yeah, Christmas. Exactly. It's Christmas holidays. He works at Best Buy. He's working late hours for the for all the Black Friday shoppers. So I just pictured. I don't but he doesn't know, have like, to. He doesn't have to work the hours. You know what I mean? He likes it, and that's the thing. Is he says he's doing it for his family, but but they always get in the argument. We're like, no, you just like working there. You enjoy it. Yeah. You don't like being home with his family. I got to take care of these two fucking kids. Meanwhile, the, the youngest kid just keeps eating Twinkies. Will not stop eating Twinkies, and I don't know what to do. I locked him in the closet, and now he's got a claustrophobia. Exactly. You know. Wow. Exactly. See, I, I mean, also, I mean who's also to say that? It, who's to say it's not just a single mom? That's right? true. If Maybe Daddy dad's had dead. only seen mommy kissing Santa Claus last night. Well, you yeah. know, like yeah. Daddy is in the picture for sure. Yeah, but is he? Because what? But this kid's probably stupid and young. And Dad went for a pack of cigarettes three years ago, and the kid's like, he's gonna come home any day now. And Mom's yeah. like, yeah, kid, keep thinking about that. Here's a Twinkie. Here's a Twinkie. Here's a Twinkie. You know, Twinkies are good. You don't Your eat dad never <laughs> left you, though. You know what I mean? I know. He's yeah, a great it's guy. Like the, the weird mix guy. of, like, reality and just, like, a weird – I almost, dare I say, fantasy that Nick has. Like, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, my parents very – it's 50 years, 50 years anniversary. I, I guess – well, Congratulations, I guess, I guess what I'm getting at is I never fully read or understood all of the lyrics. Much and like yesterday – much like yesterday, Tim, when we were doing In Review – and Kevin kind of pointed out that the lyric is like a knight in shining armor from a long time ago. It's like, that is a stupid fucking lyric. You're right. I never thought of that. Like, <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> How, that's a great lyric. It is. But, they, but Greg, <laughs> they're, fif- they're it, 50 no, years old. They're, it's a great lyric. They don't understand. Hold it's on, Greg. Greg you, weren't on, you weren't on Karate Kid in Review yesterday. Yeah. I need I need to update you on one thing, which is the conversation we're having right now where, obviously, Makuga and Nick kept singing this song, which is an amazing song. But when you start breaking it down and looking at the lyrics, like many songs, it's a little silly. Kevin was really hung up on not liking the line, like a knight in shining armor from a long time ago. And Nick got upset with Kevin. And Nick's response was like what you wanted to be like from a couple of years ago? Like Nick thought Kevin was just hung up on the, like the time frame from two months ago. No, it doesn't. I was like, it doesn't make I was it like Nick, I was like Nick. Kevin's not like mad about the, the setting, the setting of where this night is. <laughs> yeah. It's just the fact that the lyric is. <laughs> A lightning shining it's armor. all of it. A long t- yeah, I think it was all of it. I thought he just had an issue with it being from a long time ago, but Kevin's like, no, it's pretty much the total same that I have an issue with. <laughs> I think it slaps. See, I, it, I mean, everyone oh, yeah. agreed. Obviously, everyone agreed that Peter Stare's "Glory of Love" is is phenomenal, but it, Tim's one hundred percent. I mean, Tim, also what you're what you're dealing with here is just '80s lyrics, and '80s lyrics mm, were mm, we mm. weren't as sophisticated as we are now, where we used a lot of symbolism and a lot of uh, uh, f- more figurative language. You just had to write what like, you wanted right. people to see. So you didn't, you didn't want to be like, I, I think it was Madonna who wrote PP go inside, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I, yeah, they were very to the point of what they, they were. were yeah, they were. exactly. I'm trying to no. think of now. I mean, this question, let's go back to this question really quick about just like, what, what was sure. it? Blind spots or, or knowledge gaps. Knowledge he gaps. An, knowledge Jeremy gap. has another example. One of my friend's gaps was that he thought the word turret was pronounced turrent until we were in college. Well, the one that blew me away 100% was the first time we had – maybe it wasn't the first time. It was the second or third time. I, I can't remember how many times we had it. We had Gary on the podcast one time, and he said, Ooh, champing, 
champing at the bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, and this is how, you know, me, I'm like, fucking Gary. Gary, you idiot. What an idiot. And then I think it was one of you, maybe it was Tim. I was like, wait a minute, did you say champing? And, and you're like, oh, wait, not, he's a writer. Yes. Know? I was like, he is not only a writer, Andy. Like, I'm a writer. I write a journal Ooh. in my journal and notes and comics or, or you know, or a, I mean, a you write checks. Book. I do write checks that my ass can't cash. Uh, but Gary gets paid to write. And so I was like, well, that's um, what Gary's makes him a writer. Exactly. And that's why I was wrong. And it is champing at the bit, but it doesn't make any fucking sense because chomping no, at the bit makes way more sense. But champing apparently is how they say it in London. Well, I mean, yeah, I how the saying is. And everywhere else. No one says that. I don't that think I have any knowledge gaps. I think I'm pretty solid across the board, except oh, for. You still don't know what macaroni for, and cheese tastes like right now. That's a great point. True. That's true. Except for the fact, Kevin, that this whole time I thought mom was kissing Santa Claus. But I just give it to you, Eddie, that you just never thought about it. Yeah. You just you just took it, that one line, and you're like, cool. You never listened past verse one of that song. Exactly. I mean, who does? I mean, only Greg Miller does because he was able to recite the lyric sure. from from memory. <laughs> well, we all know that he's some sort of weird computer that one day. Say boom, boom. Bing, bing, say bow, bow. That's the song we just listened to. Miller, if you're learning yeah. French yeah. songs, like that's where the line is. Like at some point, we yeah, have to, have to have stop. Uh, <laughs> we have to stop you, cut you off here, buddy. That's funny. I'm, I'm, really I'm the opposite of Andy, man. I'm just like knowledge gap after knowledge gap. Like I, don't, I can't even think of one right now because there's just so many holes in my mind. Okay. You know? Nah, sure. I mean, I'll, I'll take that back, Tim. I'm pretty stupid. Like, I, <laughs> I, 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 I've, I've said this a lot of times before. Knowledge is just remembering a lot of stuff, and I don't remember a lot of stuff. I just don't. Well, you don't, you don't keep it in that you've got big other priorities. You, you like to be in the now. You like to get out there. You like to click heads. You like to rip them to shred, and you Shipping don't worry about shred because usually everything behind you, Andy, is dead. Exactly. Wow, you rhymed that all. That was really, wow. really good. Oh, that's not I, my I, knowledge gap. So, so the re- the reason I'm I'm sort of saying that is because I <laughs> read this really long thread about the effects of ADHD mm-hmm. and how um, basically one of the comments that sort of made me think about this was being extremely obsessed with something and then immediately losing interest. Yeah, you put up a list no, of games, right? That like for no reason. For yeah. yeah, for no reason at all. And that was a, a lot of my experience with Ghost of Tsushima. Where, and, and just to cl- clarify, it's not like I put 300 hours into Ghost of Tsushima and said, immediately got over it. Like, no, I was maybe 12 to 15 hours in and was really liking it. And then just stopped playing it out of nowhere for no reason at all. Mm. And it's not like I was bored of it or angry or, you know, mad at it or whatever. I just <laughs> for, I just lost interest in it for no reason, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. after I had been enjoying it. Um, and uh, and then somebody in the in the thread was like, yeah, also um, another sort of like effect of ADHD is just having like these memory lapses and not remembering a lot of important stuff. And he talked about his favorite games and how he doesn't remember anything about them. And I'm like, mm. you know what? Like my favorite games of all time, I have little I I have little like, I don't know, Moments. images I can see in my head or video clips of like what happened in the game. But when it comes to the grander plots and character moments, there's a lot of stuff I don't remember about the Mass Effect franchise, which is like my favorite trilogy, you know, like the, I, I, it's just weird. I, I feel like if. If I were to ask Greg what happened in his favorite game, he could tell you the plot 
of what happened. And there might be some knowledge gaps in there, but for oh, the most sure, part, yeah. he would no, know. No, but for me, be. it's like make for me make a Last of Us spoiler cast for Last of Us One. No, <laughs> that we recorded like a couple months ago, right before two came out, where uh, we had Nick come on and Greg did a spoiler cast. And I was like, hey, cool, Greg, keep the plot. Like, just just do a real quick plot thing. An hour and forty minutes later, he's <laughs> like, oh, "Let me tell you one thing right now about ben. Joel's jeans. Joel's jeans were a perfect color of indigo." And you're like, "All right, we get we." There's too many details in that. That's, see, that's so it's like that's, that's, that's not normal. I, I, I wish they would just talk about what they liked and didn't like. I hate the recaps. It's, it's wild to and me. You I, take I, away I, the recaps, <laughs> and everybody's like, "Where's the recaps? Where did the recaps go? You guys don't care." Um, I um. Like when I think about Mega Man X, one of my favorite games ever. Oh, no, game... Sorry, real quick. Mike L in the chat goes, Ellie, the beans. <laughs> you remember the beans? People Nick? were so, they were so pissed man. off at us. We oh, can't God. win. They were God. so mad. Um, sorry, I'm when I think about Mega Man X, Mega Man X is one of my favorite games I've beat several times. Like, I don't remember the order of bosses to take. I have to Google it every time. I, I like oh, yeah. it's just stuff like that that I just I have such a bad memory of. And when it comes to knowing facts and knowing what happened in this war and who was commanding these troops i don't Hell. fucking remember a damn thing about anything dude anything and i feel yeah, dumb I because of it. i think you're i mean that's also repetition right and that's not, that's hard like i remember a lot of plot things from from a lot of movies that i'm able to recall but a movies are only you know two hour experiences and i tend to watch them over and over again because of that um but i'm with you andy i mean it's, it's also possible that i'm very you know i have adhd as well um and i'm sure tim is probably rolling his eyes right now like yeah no shit nick but um <laughs> but like i'm with you where like i can remember moments of games um uh, but not a huge plot point i couldn't tell you the plot like behind any of the games that i played jesus christ i started playing uh, uh cold war yesterday and i was just like i gotta skip through this stuff i don't even want to know the plot of this game let me just get to killing people but yeah. yeah i just feel like maybe that's just indicative of you play a lot of games and those experiences also with with 15 hour games like it's not uncommon for you just to be like I've put 15 hours into this. Like maybe it's just not that compelling of a, a narrative to keep you going for another 15 hours. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. But I do I think that's yeah, part of it too, but you, you talk about having more symptoms than just that. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have, I would understand if I was like, you know what? I'm not really feeling this goes Tsushima game. Like I was addicted to uh, a, something like a high mark for me um, is when I play the game off stream in the morning. Mm. And that was a game that like, I would wake up, at Saturday, Saturday at like 10 30, 11 a.m. And like, oh, let me fire up this game and play it in bed. You know, I usually save all my game playing for a stream and stuff. So I really enjoyed the game and just out of nowhere, just didn't care anymore. Done. And that's what same thing happened with Fall Guys as well, where I was addicted to that game too. You and I played uh off stream a couple times, Greg, and then I just stopped caring out of nowhere. Yeah, and it's, but that's, it's just that, so that's that kind of game, though. Like, and Fall Guys, the, guy, the developers probably know that. Like, they, I bet all the game, all games like that that get super hot for a second, there's a steep fall off curve at a certain point. It's got to be right. It's just yeah. such a repetitive experience. I think part of it comes from how you play games too, Andy. It's just, like, and I mean, again, I'm not trying to say too you hard have ADHD or whatever, um, but I'm saying like I think you know you stream so much that that is a in the now, in the moment. What are you feeling? Even today, like you know, like playing halo with uh, mike on the butterfinger stream i was like what are you streaming tonight as we were signing off he's like i'm gonna play more halo because i got this and it's like oh i was like oh that's really cool and it's like so foreign to me where i kind of plan out like what i'm doing as i pass the baton between things right like it'd be weird for me to i feel to start a game today and be like you know what this is going in the rotation today because i'd be more worried about i want to try to knock out all the avengers stuff today to talk to ashley birch on we have cool friends tomorrow to then be ready for cyberpunk whenever we finally get codes for that or i buy it <laughs> I want it so bad. When we eventually get coached for that. 
I know, right? Solo Chill and buy it for you guys. Yeah. Say boom, boom, bing, bing, boom, boom. Uh, of course, I would be remiss if I didn't point out one of my knowledge gaps was I didn't know where New Zealand was until I watched that Monopoly documentary in like 2015. So there you go. Yeah. What? What? What, what do you mean documentary? I watched oh, a, documentary, a documentary about Monopoly but in the early days of Kind of Funny. Mm-hmm. And it did the whole thing of like it brought champions from around the world together to play. And it went around the globe and it was like England to show the person in this place. And then it went New Zealand. I was like, New Zealand's down there. I <laughs> <laughs> always thought it was up by Norway. So, okay. So, I mean, I feel like the question is that I feel like that we're kind of misunderstanding this question. Knowledge gap. Because, man. like, no, I mean, more, but it's okay. Yeah. But when I think of knowledge gaps, I think of like, um, for 20 years, I sang this song lyric as this when it was really this. Well, that's like 20 years, like, 30 some years. Gap. I thought New Zealand was by Norway. No, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but a knowledge gap is like, I don't understand part Cooking. of cooking, right? Or like our biology or like, our, or math. Those are my knowledge gaps that things that I just don't, I, I've never excelled at and don't really have any context for, you know, because I don't have a use for my life. Mis- misinterpreting a, a lyric in a song is just my nom the plum. I do that just to annoy Tim most of the time yeah, that's why you do it yeah that's why oh, i, just, I yeah. mean i'm lazy as well that's that's probably 50 50 yeah. 51 you 49. can look it up yeah yeah come on i, I mean i just feel like there's so many oh sorry I, go ahead. Said, I always thought you pronounced projectile protojectile until kevin made fun of me and then i stopped i said milk funny so now i say milk, milk yeah you remember milk yeah. i milk. never said milk i never did that's what you used to say you said milk time. right now milk is what I say. It's milk. with an E, not an A. Milk. Oh, milk, like an elk with an M, like a married mm-hmm. elk. Mm-hmm. That's how I grew up knowing it. But like milk. Very mean about that, guy. Milk felt very, very mean. mean. It's milk. Yeah, milk. Yeah. I don't know. Let's I'm have a word be- from our sponsor. <laughs> the Legend of Bumbo, the prequel to The Binding of Isaac, is available now on Android devices. The cardboard Bumbo the Brave fights all things grotesque in this distinctive spin on a match for puzzle game co-created by Edmund McMillan, who you probably know as the guy behind Binding of Isaac and Super Meat Boy, has partnered with artist slash programmer James Interactive to bring you the legend of Bumbo. You get to play as one of many Bumbos, each with its own unique abilities as they smash, bash, and splash their way through a variety of cardboard monstrosities, giant bosses, and dark personal urges. There's some amazing music in this game by Ridiculon. If you haven't heard this, it's dope. The puzzle-based deck-building roguelike prequel to The Binding of Isaac features a cardboard coin-hoarding character, Bumbo the Brave. When Bumbo's only coin is stolen by a mysterious entity and pulled down into the sewer, Bumbo finds himself facing droves of deranged enemies, lost children, his fears, and eventually the beast that stole his beloved coin. It's, you know, it's a lot. The match four puzzle system is presented with an overarching theme of greed and a bit of toilet humor. Uh, There's lots of unlockables and a lot of poop jokes, which, you know what? None of us are above. We might want to pretend we are, but I know from personal experience, we are not. Mm-mm. Legend of Bumbo available now on Google Play for $14.99 and Play Pass holders get it for free. Up next is Upstart. There's a lot of economic chatter right now about the state of the market. Is it recovering? How long will it take and have we seen the worst? But if you're struggling to pay off high interest credit card debt, you can't wait for those answers. You need to take action. Now with Upstart, there's actually something you can do today to help fight off high interest credit card debt. 
Upstart is the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your job history in the form of a smarter rate. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application. The best part, if your loan is approved and accepted, then most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 500,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt and get back to using your money your way with Upstart. See why Upstart has more than 6,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kind of funny to find out how low your upstart rate can be checking your rate takes only a few minutes that's upstart.com slash kind of funny your loan amount will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application not all applicants will qualify for the full amount up next ladies and gentlemen it is honey imagine this you make a list of gifts you're going to buy for the holidays and then someone randomly gives you the money to help buy one. Sound good? Well, that's what Honey is doing. They're helping pay for $1 million worth of gifts. Yes, you're probably wondering, is this the same Honey that automatically searches for promo codes online? Yes, yes it is. And you know I love it and talk about it all the time and use it all the time, which I'm sure I will in a second. With Honey, you can also make a list of all the holiday gifts you want from certain stores and Honey will email you when the price drops on anything on your list. Just add Honey to your computer, create a, few, a free account, and then throw some holiday gifts on your drop list for a chance to win. Honey will randomly select winners and give them the money to help buy something off their list. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, there's all sorts of stuff I need to buy for my family, for Jen, which I don't want to say on camera, you know what I mean? Uh, stuff for, for Lucy, the roommate, and all that jazz. It's easy to add. You know how much I love Honey. Honey installs in two, three clicks. It's free. It finds the promo code. It saves you money. It's great. And now they're doing this. Uh, get some free stuff, or at least the chance to. There's no purchase necessary. You need a PayPal account to redeem the prize. It's only valid in the U.S., and the giveaway ends on December 21st, 2020. Get Honey at, for, I'm sorry, get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kinda. That's joinhoney.com slash kinda. I can't say enough good stuff about Honey. I love Honey quite a bit. And finally, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. Help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. They'll get uh, a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room uh, as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to uh, facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline, offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. That's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. You know how much we talk about mental health here on Kind of Funny and everybody's struggles. If you can benefit from this, please do so. Visit their website and read the full testimonials uh, that are posted daily. Uh, visit betterhelp.com slash kind of funny. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health and the help uh, with the help of an experienced professional. Again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a special thing for the Kind of Funny Podcast. Uh, listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny.
milk duds. <laughs> I've only milk that's, that's our sponsor. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I totally remember when Kevin ate too many Butterfingers. <laughs> the question. Yeah, 15 minutes ago. Nick, we, have Nick, we heard from Kevin Nick, in a second? Nick. He's crashed. He's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> the still body here. absolutely crashed. here. I know. We Kevin, know. crack off another uh, Butterfinger. How many Butterfinger did Blessing bring you? Just that's two of the two packs. And I'm going to be 100% honest. I only had half of one of them. Yeah. So it's just chocolate works faster when you get older, it turns out. You know? Hell, it makes you poop sometimes. Sure. So you I itch everywhere. Greg, do you have a topic to talk about? I sure do. Man. Do you have something else to say? I do. I can say Do it. This I, We can save this or we can do it or it can be okay. short. Go okay. for it. What do you got? I, I want to talk about some shit that's, that's going on right now that I know is very near and dear to all of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Spider-Man. Of course, of course. So, So here's the situation for those that don't know. A couple weeks ago on this show, I gave, I did a two truths and a lie exercise. I with nailed Nick, it, mm-hmm. and uh, I it turns out I was wrong. <laughs> well, well, the thing the thing was like I made up a the the lie was that Alfred Molina is coming back as Otto Octavius and Spider Man, and now it is true. So I was wrong. It was ended up just being three truths that I gave, which is insane. But you're just, you're just better than you thought you were. Apparently, yeah, I I guess. I, I, or worse than I thought it was, really, is what it comes down to. I you had picked that. You had picked that from some rumor website, assuming it was not real, right? Well, but even back then, it wasn't a rumor. It was the oh. rumor started a couple days after I said that, which was like, oh, that's kind of funny thing that people are saying that, and then now it's like now it's official. But oh. regardless, that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the actual thing itself. Now, now let me go off for a second. Okay, I know we're all very familiar with the the Spider Man lore and the Spider Man movies. We've done the whole in review. We've done MCU and all this stuff. I just want to give the Tim Gettys perspective on all this. Okay. Please do. I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried about okay. where we're at with the Spider-Man 3 movie. I trust MCU. They've never let me down. Why, would I, why should I worry? Because they know what they're doing. They've proven that time and time again. However, mm-hmm. when it comes to Spider-Man, when it comes to Tom Holland's Spider-Man, we have yet to get a friendly neighborhood. I'm in New York. I'm dealing with my own shit. Spider-Man. We get Homecoming. Tony Stark. It's an Avenger story, just in a minor, a minor way. But he's dealing with all the tech. He's dealing with all that stuff, right? Far yeah. from home. He's in London. He's so far from friendly. So far from home. So far right? from home. So far from home. We get the Infinity War. We get the uh, Civil War. We get the End Game. All that stuff. Big Avenger level stuff, right? I want to get a smaller level thing of Spider-Man with other villains, with Spider-Man villains specifically. To start building out what will inevitably become the Sinister Six, because we know that we understand that's all going to happen one day. We see the Morbius thing happening and the, the vultures in that Michael Keaton, whatever. I don't even want to talk about that stuff. That is a whole My other God. can of worms when it comes to this, right? Knowledge. Yeah. Speaking of knowledge, guy, I forgot Morbius is being made. Oh my God! Oh, it's made, dude. baby. Oh, yeah, totally, it's happening. But I, I'm keeping that Sony Spider Universe out of this. I'm just talking about what we seems like we're getting in this. Because uh-huh. it seems like, based on knowing Jamie Foxx is coming back as Electro, uh-huh. knowing that Otto Octavius, Alfred Molina, and seeing rumors of a quote-unquote confirmed uh, Kirsten Stewart. No, no, no Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Smash Dunst. the Dunst. Smash the Dunst. Coming back as Mary Jane. And if, you're, then with, if you're a new viewer, that was when we were trying to get her to come play Smash Brothers with us. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let's let's recap that for a second. If you've come in the next like any time in the last like three years, Greg thought it would be a great idea to start a hashtag Smash the Dunst to encourage Kirsten Dunst to come and collaborate with us, and it did not 
workout. For the record, I did yeah. not know that smash was synonymous with fucking. All right, or porking. Depending yeah, on nowadays it'd be pork the dunst, and it'd be like, well, no, great. we wouldn't do that. I would know that. Mm. Mm. I'm come from the innocent world of video games. All right, I didn't know smash was a bad thing. Jesus, from the mouth of babes. From the bad at all. Well, I mean, bad in the context I was using it. Yeah. I thought she's not going to see hashtag like, smash the dunce to be like, oh, these guys want to play smash. There's just no, there's no context that she could think of that's going to be positive or hashtag smash the dunce. Unless she's like a hardcore Smash Bros fan, but that I don't think she would default to thinking about that though. All right, sorry, yeah. but just back on track, back on track. There's rumors of her coming and Emma Stone. And Emma Stone coming back uh, right. as Gwen Stacy, right? Whatever. And right. then on top of that, there's been rumors for a long time to McGuire and uh, Andrew Garfield coming yeah. in to reprise the roles as Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. And so with all of that, I look at it, of course, this is exciting to me. Like a live action Spider-Verse, like looking back at all these franchises and whatever we thought about them then, there's a chance to do it right now. Seeing them interact with Tom Holland, all that stuff sounds great. But not as the third Spider-Man movie. That is an event. That to me is the fourth movie after we get a little bit farther from Endgame. Let's like, let's get a little smaller, right? Let's let's build this stuff up so that when we, because this seems like, and again, I could be totally off. We could all be totally off. And it ends up not being this at all. And it's just, uh, we get Alfred Molina as a brand new Doc Ock and Jamie Foxx as a brand new Electro. And that's it, right? But we can all assume that right now there's setting up, it's Spider-Man, Spider-Verse versus a Sinister Six from across the multiverse, Right. Cool idea, but again, I still argue that would be better in a fourth movie after this third movie like really gives us Scorpion, really gives us you know characters beyond just having the Vulture and uh, maybe Mysterio. Is he dead? Is he not? Nick Scarpino, you had a question? Uh, it was less of a question, more of a comment. As you said, we can all assume, and then you said an incredibly complex thing after that. I got super confused, and then I looked at Andy's screen, and Andy looked down, and I think he got super confused too, but I'm not quite sure if he did or not. Please continue. Are, are you confused? Well, if you remember from the hit show, Kind of Funny in Review, we reviewed all the Spider-Man movies, correct, Nick? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the fate of one, Alfred Molina, Otto Octavius? Yeah, he got a shed brought down on him. Do you remember the fate of one, Emma Stone, Gwen Stacy? Yeah. Snapped her back like a, like a coconut. Fucking so the idea fell, here would be that her. as the MCU introduces the multiverse. Oh no, I'm sorry. Let me let me. I'm sorry. I apologize, guys. I understand exactly what Tim's saying, but there was a moment that I took my it, the wheel in my head had to catch up to him, and as that gotcha. was happening, I looked over, and that thought process was mirrored perfectly on Andy's face. That's what okay. I meant to say. Yeah. Okay, I apologize. As you're, Tim is doing Nick a great job, at, bang up job, completely explaining this. But it's it, Tim goes. We all know these things, and then proceeds to put a fucking like a uh, goodwill hunting thing on the backboard where like sure, I right. that stuff, but then it equals fun. And I go, yeah, it's fun. It's great. Yeah. Seems my like wheel. Chef. Yeah. My wheel is like catching up with you too. Nick. Sorry. I apologize. That was a bad joke. Continue Tim. No, but I'm with you where it's, yes, it does equal fun. And all this is very exciting. And of course I wish we didn't hear it from Hollywood reporter. We get to see the movie and lose our fucking minds when Alfred Molina's doc. Ock. That'd be great. That's not the world we're living in. The world we're living in right now is it seems like they're jumping to this very soon. If everything goes right, a year from now, December 2021, we will be getting this movie. And that is crazy because I feel like we we should be a lot farther from it, from getting what this movie seems to be. And then Greg kind of alluded to this. But I also think that we're jumping ahead of how cool this movie is actually going to be. Because in our minds, we're like, oh, wow, it's all the different universes kind of coming together. And it's characters that we know coming back. But that gets difficult when a lot of those characters have died already. So it's not even the Gwen Stacy we know from Amazing Spider-Man. It's not even 
the Doc Ock we know from Spider-Man. This one's racist. Yeah, this one's racist. <laughs> and it, you never know. But I just think that at some point, Gwen Stacy? we're losing the coolness of this. It's still a cool idea. But when we start getting into the details of it, MCU, they pulled off Endgame. So I believe they could pull this off. But I'm I'm a, a little hesitant about but this how is the much same, being thrown in. This is the same problem you had with uh, when we got the Morbius trailer and then introduced Vulture at the end. I remember you distinct. I remember being like, "Oh man, that's neat," and you'd be like, "No, it's not," because I trust MCU to do this. I do not trust Sony to do this. I feel like that's a similar thing here that you're talking about, right? Well, it's different. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to keep that stuff out of it because like that stuff they could be building, and oh, then they sort of. Andy, can you please strike that from the record? Kevin, can you please strike that from the record? Uh, it has been struck. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Butterfinger, Kevin. And the reason I wanted to not work. bring that up. It didn't work. Is because I, I do, I personally do believe there is a world where that stuff actually benefits what I'm saying and gets us to a real quality Sinister Six movie of using these Sony-verse things to actually introduce us to villains, not Morbius, but to build up Scorpion, to build up a Craven, to build up a Sinister Six, right? An sure. uh, Otto Octavius that exists in the Tom Holland world. So we understand what this is. I'm, I mean, Tim, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, Tim, where I feel like I, I do feel like they're rushing this and I feel like they're rushing it. To, I mean, who knows what all this is going to or why they're doing all this probably because they need to make some money. But it would have been cool if they had spent, spent a little bit more time in building up to that like they did with the Avengers, but on the Sinister Six side, right? That could have mm-hmm. been a really hype moment. And it does it does give me pause and make me worry that they bring all these actors back. When I first read that, I read it anecdotally and thought, oh, they're just bringing back this person as Octavius, but then like cameo, like what's her name's going to cameo, Kristen Dunst or whatever. But the fact that they're going to bring her back as, I mean, they, well, age, we so. don't know. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know exactly what they're doing. We're, we are jumping. Well, you have to imagine if they're bringing back one for his role and Jamie Foxx is coming back as Electra, which, which we know already. Yeah. That the other I know. Two no, are, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Don't get me wrong. It's not, it's not that hard of a, my thought. I mean, I thought, or right. my, my thought process on it, whether it's right or wrong, right, is the fact that they, even though you want a friendly neighborhood Spider Man movie or more of him just in, correct me if I'm wrong, you just want, you want what the Raimi movies were, but in the Tom Holland universe, right? Of like, I'm in New York and I, I work at the Bugle and oh man, this is, oh, I got to help MJ, but Aunt May needs me. That kind of thing, I'm right? I'm only saying I want that before we get this. Like, that's and you don't is- count Homecoming as that. I mean, I, I even think, I think if anything, Homecoming is the best example of it so far, but that still <laughs> has so much Tony Stark in it. Like that's still, sure, sure. Spider-Man wasn't allowed to just be Peter Parker, Spider-Man, like to some extent, but like, it was I understand what you're saying. I understand. Though, understand. That, that movie did a good job of introducing Shocker, introducing uh, Lightly Scorpion, Vulture. and introducing Vulture, obviously, right? But like Prowler is Scorpion's well. not enough ready, like ready enough to just be in the Sinister Six. He was hinted at in the other movie, you know? Yeah. Like we need so this movie's gonna have to explain setting up that he is a a, a, a real threat, he's a, a supervillain scorpion, and then introduce the multiverse stuff and then cool autos here and jamie is electro and all that stuff and i think they can pull that off but my problem is i can't rectify and i'm not an mcu writer so someone else is doing this but i can't rectify those villains being the same villains we know because that doesn't add up they're dead we saw what happened no 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 but the multiverse there's endless versions of the multiverse i can interject i'm sorry it's just one thing spider-man was a pig in one of them the thing that gets me the most excited that I think would be fucking rad is getting Andrew Garfield, right? And he is the amazing Spider-Man that we know from those movies and letting him in this multiverse thing see Emma Stone. And it's not his Gwen, but it is Gwen. I love those. I love that kind of shit. I he's love got a, Spider-Verse when that happens. Greg, he's and got so a mustache the, in this that's, one. Think about uh, it. 
that could be cool. But then the auto we're getting is not going to be the auto from Spider-Man 2. But it, I mean, it is for all intents and purposes, but he didn't die there. You know what I mean? Like, what if he, he never he, went bad? Yeah. Yeah. He beat Spider Man or whatever. Like, there's a, I mean, like, that's explained in a line. And then Alfred Molina just gets to fucking be uh, that. You get a flashback of even if they took the footage from Spider Man 2, right? And they just change it with computers, right? Of like, no, I fucking squashed the bug and then my thing went off and I fucking destroyed New York. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can, I can picture the Gwen Stacy death scene as she's about to hit. She gets saved. And that's like how she was saved in her. Chances are that's where her that other... dies or something, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tim, I think the most concerning thing about all this is that we're not getting your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man movie before that, before this whole like epic, which is about to happen. Right. And wait, first off, do we know if it's only one movie? That's what I was going to say. It could be two parts. They could be setting this, all the stuff up now because they have I to feel set like, stuff up. I feel better. like all this could be leading up to a bigger sort of epic, um, a multi-film thing. Because I feel like the, the more we get into this, the we're just like sprinting away from the from the idea of any sort of friendly neighborhood thing. Like it's never going to happen now. Marvel doesn't have access to Spider-Man for more than like two movies or something, right? One standalone movie and one movie using him in like a avenger style thing right mm-hmm. that was the I last thought, deal I thought they also, yeah how long what no, how no, much that was the Tom last contract right now it's the same thing same contract i feel they do this they introduce this then they can tell spider-man stories without having to worry about continuity in him and that that as he gets older let alone what's going on with covid and how far production schedules have been pushed back and what's going on with all the different things that are getting pushed around i mean that's the thing the sad part i mean hold on the sad part of COVID, of course, is the 250,000 dead. You. you know what I mean? Like all the people in the fucking world we live in and our day-to-day shit, yada, yada, yada. But in terms of this conversation, right? Like what has this done in general to the contracts and the bodies of the people who have now taken a year off? And like, what does that look like for the movies that were on the slate? And like, when do you get to a blade anymore if they're still trying to get off the ground what they were trying to get going a year ago or some shit like that I mean, i'll tell you one thing right now why don't you ask that question to chris hemsworth who apparently nobody told him he wasn't going to be in movies this series but that's because he's, he's gearing up to his thing right like isn't that the thing they like, all are i mean yeah. on the behind the scenes production stuff like marvel studios is actually like super on track like oh, yeah. everything was delayed they're, they're behind everything got is behind production wise about six months but like otherwise like all the contracts all the, the actors and stuff like they're 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 worried to go. Everything's shooting and filming right now. Gotcha. But yeah, I, I'm just like again, it's just it's a weird thing where I'm seeing all this, and of course, I'm I, I mean, excited. Tim, I'm I'm with you though because it does feel like when you say something that epic, you're like, how are they going to? They have to make it two parts, or it has to be built up to that. And maybe I'm, I'm hoping Andy's right, where it's just we're dipping our toe in here, we're getting a we're, we're educating the audience on it, and then boom, we're going to hit them with something later. But what it really kind of smacks to me is, and this is, I mean this seriously, I'm not trying to get Greg's goat on this one, but like doing a, doing one movie and then immediately going into a Justice League movie. We're like, wow, that's just- Oh yeah, no, totally. That just this is this is a Tim's the, right that this is a not only is it a, a page out of the DCEU playbook of jumping way too fast, it's, a, it's where the other uh, Marvel, or I shouldn't say Marvel, superhero movies in general. I always think of Spider-Man 3. There's just too much going on in Spider-Man 3. I was so excited for Spider-Man 3. And then you get there and it's just too much. So everything's half-assed. So it's a shitty movie. Like, that's what we're talking about here, right? Of like, to Tim's point, like, I'm saying you explain away Doc Ock being different in a second. You explain away maybe Gwen from Emma Stone is just like literally a scene. Like, Peter gets dropped off in that universe or pops in for two seconds. But like, yeah, there's a lot going on to explain. But we are 
in you know how to explain multiverse and all that stuff we are in a post in the spider-verse world we are in a post endgame world i remember leaving endgame or the lead up to endgame and the 900 conversations we had about it talking about how as a comic book fan how insane it was that mcu had gotten to this point where a mainstream audience can walk in and understand time travel and understand what's going on and understand different timelines and what's and like I remember how confusing superheroes in general were, even to talk about like Amazing Spider-Man. And people be like, oh, so this is a sequel to Spider-Man 3? Like, no, like what? How does, no. And like the Batman universe and everything else. Well, I'm like, I'm crossing my fingers really quick. I'm just crossing my fingers that all of these cameos that are being announced and slowly being leaked, that they are kind of the end of the movie tie-up thing to then lead into a second movie that is all about that. Um, mm. and I don't think that's going to happen because like, cause Raimi's working on multiverse of madness, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that and supposed to come out before this and lead into that? Or am I wrong about that? That's I thought, so. thought so because okay. of, uh, just when we started seeing the leaks of Jamie Foxx and stuff, people were putting that together, but gotcha. 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 Yeah. I just, I just feel like, I hope that this Spider-Man movie can act as a pseudo sequel to the multiverse of madness movie and have them all sort of be tied together in some really cool way that's what i'm hoping multiverse of madness if i remember correctly is now after this i think it's 2022 uh, now right yeah because this is 2021 and multi- the doctor strange is supposedly going to lead off of wandavision wikipedia so, has a multiverse multiverse of madness is march 25th 2022 yeah but doctor Andy, strange i don't think you're gonna make it in spider-man 3 Okay. Wait, what's that again? Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man 3. Oh, that's right. I remember all that. There was a lot of great tweets of Benedict Cumberbatch confirmed, and everybody's like, wow, I can't believe they got Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> like, to be Doctor Strange. Great casting. <laughs> <laughs> Huge. Yeah. I miss I this. I miss Me fucking too. talking MCU. God I know, right? Damn, this I know. fucking pandemic. The, the one I'm thing so... I want to say, this is this I mean, is hey, the we got Wonder Woman coming up. The opinion part of it all <laughs> is I just think that having uh, Alfred Molina come back as a, as uh, a different doc, doc. Ock, but it being a different doc Ock is kind of like the it's, it's significantly less cool than uh, Tobey Maguire and uh, uh, Kirsten Dunst coming back as the same characters older because yeah, it's, sure. Yeah. It's actually, I mean, that but don't you, but isn't that the same thing too? Think of if it is the Spider-Man, Raimi, Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst, to have them there and then have their Doc Ock show up, but it's not there. But like the fucking horror in their faces are like, oh my God, like this guy we thought we beat his back. And this is the Doc Ock that beat us. And but, he what has I don't, but what I don't like about that is mm-hmm. from the logic of this, of following this is Tom Holland <laughs> is Spider-Man and it doesn't look like Tobey Maguire. Right. right. So I think it would be cooler if Tobey Maguire's villain from the multiverse that he's bringing into this was uh a, a villain we haven't seen yet or a, a different one of these like a, a rhino or we've seen rhino, okay. but like I know but their mean. their version of rhino with a, a new actor right sure and then you know you could have someone else from tom holland's universe coming in but it's like i would rather the universes that are colliding in this multiverse be the actual universes we knew we know not just oh it's the same actors but it's totally different and unrelated to that thing or check this out. Check this. No, okay. this Here is we go. Really this stupid, is a million dollar idea. This is really stupid, but I just want to say it anyway. Because what sort of reminded me of this is the beginning of Spider Verse, where we first see Spider Man. Hey, I'm Peter Parker, whatever. And it wasn't immediately 
um, obvious to me that Chris Pine was the first one, and mm-hmm. yeah, Homeboy was the second one. What's his name? Yeah, Jake, Nick Jake, from New Girl. Jake, Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. It was that that was not immediately obvious to me until watching it back and kind of hearing that um, Spider Man twenty. Well, uh, what what the fuck is that Spider Man called? 2099 was voiced by Oscar Oscar Isaac. So when that when that was sort of leaked and kind of talked about on the Internet, I was like, oh, shit, they were different voices. I never like kind of realized that the whole time. Um, What if it's just Tobey Maguire and it's or if it's the different spider verses, different Spider-Man, the different spider verses are voiced by the different people. It's all ADR. And what if we get me in there? Mm, yeah yeah I think about that now okay can i go you one further can we get go ahead you in there? go ahead Nick. if we're gonna get kirsten dunce and emma shirtless Shelley, spider-man shirtless spider-man shirtless spider-man we gotta yeah, take do, uh, we gotta do uh justin tim burlake down there Thank and you. then of course you have to bring back bryce dallas howard as the other gwen stacy right yeah. and yeah. then the most important thing you need is uh toby mcguire's ugly cry face that's got to yeah. happen and then all of the spider-men come and just punch it yeah everybody's yeah <laughs> Never that's the final. That's the end credit scene. You wait around for twelve <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Damn, kind of funny." Interview was right. I think really, it's gonna be a beautiful disaster. I can't wait. I will be really interested to see the streaming numbers that happen for the Raimi and Garfield Spider-Man oh, sure. movies. I I'm so interested to see what the uptick on those are going to be leading up to this movie because you know everybody's going to go back and rewatch them. And I got to assume there's a lot of people who a lot of younger audiences who are really familiar with the Tom Holland universe and this current iteration of MCU that maybe haven't seen the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Like, I I don't see that being out of the possibility. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you don't really have to educate people anymore with stuff like that. Right. Like it's not it's it's, an audience member can go in and understand that other people have been past Spider-Man. The thing with me is like. Having, having all these characters back is interesting and it's kind of gimmicky, but it's not cool to me. It's not cool that they're getting Jamie Foxx back and it's not cool that Alfred Molina is coming back as Doc Ock because to me, they did a great job. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think of those as like as iconic as if like someone were to be like, hey, let's get Keaton back in the bat suit and have that be a moment somewhere. So to me, long. no, but to me, that's they're like equally that, cool. No fucking way no way the sun in the palm of my hand alfred molina fucking kicked ass as doc ock i'm not saying he was bad i'm just saying it's not i don't think of him i don't think of that role for i played by alfred molina as being an iconic role he retired from acting after that role that's how good it was that's all he needed it was a walk-off it was a big walk-off greg he called his shot all in left field I mean, I can't. Sure who knows? I'm pretty no sure he did no Frida after that, but uh, no way we got like Academy Award. Yeah, I wish I had that information in front of me, but I can't. I can't. Pull it. Yeah. I just pulled that in this multiverse. Anyways, we don't have wrong. Google. We use Bing, uh, and it's all wrong. We, we use Google Bing. from Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> great. You love that movie. It's a great movie. That was Hot Tub Time Machine too. Sorry, I apologize, guys. Oh gosh, who could all the hardcore Hot Tub Time Machine people? Yeah, because Lugal, remember, that's when he goes back. He starts Lugal. Yeah, but he's at okay. the end of the first right, movie they when they come the back. End. Yeah, don't worry about it. I know how to right. time machine. I'm I made sorry. Jen and Lucy watch it back to back. Or we watched one, of the, you, number one, then number two on a, like a Monday and a Tuesday. Can you believe that John Cusack had the balls to turn down the lead role in, in Hot Tub Time Machine 2? Because Power. he thought, and I quote, the first was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> just suck it up Cusack. come have some fun you know actually I, mean? I, I might i might miss mug i can't remember why he didn't do the second one i'm having a scheduling that's, thing but that fucking first movie was so funny 
that's such just, great honesty. We need more of that, man. <laughs> we need more of that, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, Greg, what do you find? What, what can you find out? I know. To save money, original star and producer John Cusack wasn't asked back and was replaced with a new character played by Adam Scott instead. This is Way a screen, screen rant. Yeah, Article wow, about man. why Hot Tub Shot, Time Machine 3 won't happen. That's yeah, right. Like, just saying stuff idea. that's not true. Yeah. It's a terrible idea. Damn. <laughs> Adam, the first hot, hot Tub Time Machine was a revelation. I'll never forget Anthony Cava. When when we he used to work for IGN uh, LA, he used to get to go to all the movie premieres, and he got to go to Hot Tub Time Machine. And he and I asked him, I was like, "Dude, is it funny? Like, it looks so amazing." And he goes, "It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life." So Damn. I put off watching it for so long, and then one night it was on, and right off the bat, it got me. And I'm like, "This is the, one of the funniest things yeah. anyone's ever fucking made." That's why you don't listen I'm to the, Don't listen to Kava. I've said it for I'll years. Never listen to him again. I just want to uh, throw this out there because I haven't publicly talked about this yet. Because a lot of people are wondering what my thoughts are. Um, On Hot Tub Time but Machine? The Dan Levitard show, show is leaving ESPN and oh, going independent, no, no, no. which is really right. cool and awesome. And the news broke, I think, during an interview episode, and I was shook. I was like, oh, my God. Because at first, I thought it was just Dan leaving the show. And then you get to the bottom of the letter. It's like... They're gonna fucking nope, demolish. Don't, don't be, don't be scared. And, and of course, the whole like last couple of episodes, the past few days, have just been like Stu Gotts is a free agent, and he can do cameo now. <laughs> and he's just like so excited to fucking like just rake it in. And and he's like, well, what's the price of the cameo if I make it a hundred dollars? And they're like, yeah, but you can't go a hundred dollars immediately. You have to like lead into the higher prices. And they're like, yeah, but if you go too low, you're going to get too lazy because you're going to have a lot of requests <laughs> and you're not going to do any of them. And it's just, it's just awesome seeing the sort of like what's happening now and how it's all kind of unfurling and they're being more free talking about ESPN and Disney. Go ahead, Nick Scarpino. Is it now? Was it was the relationship like uh, kind of muddled Strained. or is it just because th there's been no sports and they, they, they can't afford the Levitar show anymore? No, the, the relationship has been strained for a while and – um, three weeks ago, there was a ESPN mass layoff and one of the producers, Chris Cody got laid off and he announced it on Twitter. He was really, really sad about it and shit. And, um, Dan ended up hiring him as his personal assistant, paying him out of his own pocket and brought him back on the show. And, but he was very blindsided by that and very pissed off that ESPN did that. Mm. And this goes, I mean, it's not only that it is the new management. It is them not getting like they're the number one show easily on espn when it just comes to pure numbers they are the kind of funny of the sports world like nobody else has a fan base like that you don't there's not a sports center fan base that would go out to a sports center live and and listen to podcasts of like these people these talking heads like dan lebitar they are their entity and they they talk about how sticky the show is all the time because people listen in droves and um and but ESPN never like talks about them because they they don't really talk about sports a whole lot. They still do, but ESPN never publicizes them and are kind of it seems like they're kind of ashamed of having them on the network. And so I think they eventually just said, you know what, we're going to we're going to try to cut ties. And they did. And everybody's assuming it's either Spotify or a serious XM deal. They're going to go to Spotify. Um, I hope Spotify. Spotify. Everybody, Spotify is everybody is saying it's Spotify so be, um, because some people in the subreddit are pointing out that 
the sort of Spotify year in review things that they were retweeting those things hard. They retweeted mine saying like, I listened to 29,000 minutes of Dan Lebetard's show over the, over the last year. Um, and they were going hard on those sort of retweets. And I got to assume it's because Spotify either picked them up or some other network, but I mean, I'm excited because I'm excited because they, whenever they would try to get to talk about the tougher side of politics, ESPN and Disney were not really happy about that. So that's why they created the magic creative content that just magically appears and interrupts whatever the topic is. Um, and uh, and I'm excited to see what they can do now without any shackles. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, it's going to be I don't, really cool. I don't buy 100% that Spotify doesn't shackle you a little bit because Rogan's been having a couple problems here and there with them. But over, it's going to be much better than Disney. That's for sure. Oh, that was my question. Percent. So, as somebody who doesn't listen, what 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 would you notice that the shackles were that they had on them? Um, I mean, just talking about anything politics wise, I think when the whole China NBA stuff started breaking, where Daryl Morey, the former mm-hmm. GM of the Rockets, kind of openly spoke about how you know uh, how terrible of a place China is being to its citizens. Yeah, and then that happened, and the NBA pretty much had a gag order on him, and then LeBron James defended like china and the nba and stuff and it was like oh this isn't a great look like you're defending like the awful stuff that they're doing to a lot of the people living there um and uh and they would try to talk about it and they were told not to like they couldn't Mm -hmm. talk they couldn't talk about the politics stuff unless it had a connective tissue to sports to sports yeah um and so whenever they would try to talk about Trump, they would always find like little ways around it to kind of skirt the lines. And uh, you could just tell that management was not happy with gotcha. their whole with what they were doing, because, you know, Dan loves talking about like just racial injustice and a lot of the issues that are in America. And Stu Gatz is terrified. And then after seven <laughs> minutes of talking, oh, after seven God. minutes of talking, Dan will be like, Stu, do you have anything to say? You've been quiet this whole time. But, it's, you know, it's important. It's an important conversation, Dan. I'm glad we're having it. And that's like all he would say because he's just so scared to touch the topic. But it's I, I'm just super like excited for them. And I was really initially worried thinking that they were just done because like, we all kind of felt that something was going to happen. But I'm glad that they are all going to go like get paid and they're well, going to get be, paid. <laughs> it's, the, the difference is, though, it'll be interesting to see, right? Because if they go to Sirius... Serious, like obviously, like the big ones for me in my lifetime have seen. Like I've watched Howard Stern quit terrestrial radio, go to Sirius, and then obviously Rogan just went from being independent to going to Spotify. I think Rogan's a little bit more, like probably has has a better time of doing that or easier time of doing that rather because he's always been independent and his show is so lo-fi. It'll be interesting to see if they go to Spotify how they work that out because I don't know if. Like, does Dan, I guess all of his producers would probably know how to do that, but do you need that many people in the room? Don't they have, like, three or four producers and, like, three or four people yeah, it, on camera? Yeah, it's, it's Dan Stugat to, the like, the main host, but everybody is, mm-hmm. like, just a cast of the show. It, think yeah, it very it. much I mean, is kind I of funny it. where if you're I'm part of it, it, no matter what you do, you get on camera and you talk, it, yeah. and you become something that, uh, he told a really, really great anecdote the other day, and he's been telling a lot of these stories that are kind of contrasting themselves to these stories. And he brings up a story about how in The Office, Steve Carell, uh, how the whole sort of cast of The Office and crew knew that they had a hit on their hands early on. This is like two years in, maybe two or three years in. And they, you know, Steve Carell would be walking around um, and they would say, 
they would get approached by just people in the streets and be like, oh, I love the show, man. You know who's my favorite character? Stanley. And and Dan was like, yeah. And then Stanley hadn't been in an episode in like four episodes. But it's just all these little characters have become so important. And there was a point in the production of The Office that they wanted to lay off some of the actors. And Steve Carell said, if you fire anybody, I'm done. You can't lay anybody off or else right. I won't it ruins the, the dynamic. It ruins the, yeah. it ruins the special formula. Yeah. So, yeah. so Dan is sort of telling this story anecdotally. And then Mike Ryan, the producer, is like, you're talking about The Office, right? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm talking about The Office. <laughs> so it seems like he's slowly kind of leaking out things that ESPN was probably pushing on them and stuff like that. Um, right. Uh, interesting you bring up Howard Stern, Nick. Howard Stern, I'm reading this on New York Post. Inks a five-year deal with Sirius XM. Sixty-year-old yeah, rock doc just extended his current contract. Um, the Sirius shares rose as much as two point four percent. Blah blah blah. Where's the actual numbers though? It's insane. Oh, here we go. Uh, they're prepared to pay Stern about one hundred twenty million dollars a year Fuck to keep that. him around. Holy goddamn shit! Yeah, that dude, that's so much money. a lot that's of money. Was, Wait, that's, that's an what old argument, say, or they, they do this again? No, no, his brand new contract. Okay. So he, yeah. they, wow. he's been being paid eighty to hundred million a year. Yeah, and his new contract will be around one hundred twenty million a year to keep. So him here's around. here's the thing, like, and that's what's crazy about that is, and I, I don't mean any disrespect to Sirius. I have no fucking idea who's on Sirius that already, other than Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sure there's going to be tons of people who are in the comments that are like, "Oh no, there's a, a, a great host of programming that goes in there." I have absolutely no doubt about that, but I have no understanding of Sirius. Satellite road. And I've had, well, I well, could Sirius, have gotten that in my, Sirius, in, in, what's up? It, uh, it's, it's TV. It's just like, it's one of those things where we all look at it. It's just like, well, nobody has that, but it's just like, it's the standard that everyone's had. For right. so it's it's long. Comcast cable. Right. And everyone's it, sort of yeah. like, yeah, if you buy a new car, they, I mean, it and, comes back. You know, it, comes it comes with the, the thing shit. and yeah. you want the thing and they give you the free month and then they hound you for like two months afterward. Um, so I get it, but man, I mean, subscription based stuff. That's why it's going to be interesting to see where they go. Cause if they go to Spotify, I don't know if they're going to get as much support as Sirius can give them. I think Sirius would be smart if they nabbed him up because that would be a huge uh, feather in their cap. But I don't know. It's I mean, just Rogan, been so I was, funny I was disappointed that. when Rogan decided to go to Spotify because I don't like I don't like the idea of anyone having to do anything under a corporate entity. Um, and I know that he, it's Joe Rogan and he's not going to give a fuck if Spotify tells him not to do something. He's going to do it anyway. But to me, it would be interesting to watch what the Levitard show could do um, unhinged, like untethered rather, or you know. Kept back, unhinged. Kept back. <laughs> not, not yeah. unhinged. Sorry, but you know what I mean. Like, like they take the shackles off. They can curse. They can say whatever they want to say and talk about those important issues. I think they'd have more growth. It's just been so great having Sugas be like, "I get two paychecks now. Look at that. I get to stay here." And I get to... <laughs> like, "No, you have to leave with us." And they're like, "Where's I am so scared of Stugatz and what he is planning to do because." Now, like he can get paid from anywhere, and he is a free agent, and <laughs> yeah. everybody wants him. Like, it's just been so funny having hearing those conversations. Um, but yeah, that's kind of been taking up my whole last sort of week, kind of just that's reading super cool. The it's super cool that they're and, doing it. That's cool. Yeah, I'm excited for them, ladies and gentlemen. That's the kind of funny podcast. As usual, four best friends come around this microphone to bullshit about what's going on in their life. And it's not over yet. You can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny game. Oh, no, kind of funny. Sorry, it's too many gaming shows I'm on. Uh, patreon.com slash kind of funny uh, to get the post share for the kind of funny podcast we're about to do. We're going to answer Chris's question. And the question is simple. Did I ruin Christmas 
Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, on patreon.com slash kind of funny, you can get every episode live as we record it, like the Lou's watching, like Mike is watching, like Lexi is watching. Of course, you can write in to be part of the show, just like everybody else has that we've talked about. And of course, you can support us and take care of us and get it with that post-show ad-free and everything else under the kind of funny sun. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you come on to Patreon right now, you can watch the rest of the show. If you don't, we'll see you next time. Until then, it's been our pleasure to serve you.